What's up, everybody? My name is Adam Badger, and welcome to Talkin' Fit. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to the show. I know I always tell you guys to share it, but for real, though, just share it out there. If literally every person on this uh, podcast, everyone who's listening to this right now, just shared it to one person, if you, if you sent the link to one person or you just posted it to your Instagram story or whatever that is, we could literally double the amount of listeners. Now, I know you may be thinking, well, I don't really give a shit about that, Adam. That's your problem. That's, pro- that's probably pretty true. But if we double the, the listeners in a week, in a month, and then we continue to do that over and over and over again, it reaches more people. And as I, whenever I'm thinking about like what I want to talk about on the show, I will usually like pull from actual client conversations that I'm having, uh, conversations that I've had on phone, on console calls, or like just like honestly like looking at other Instagram posts and articles online and seeing like what's out there on fitness, and then trying to give you guys the real scoop on like how to do this stuff. And in doing that, I just see like the amount of craziness that that's out there, the the amount of like false information or just sensationalized information that's out there. So if we can just get better quality information out there to more people, it really helps change the industry. Now, I'm not saying that uh, I'm the only person responsible for for that by any means. There's a lot of really good coaches, a lot of really good information and really good podcasts out there, but no one's going to hear about them if they don't get shared out because podcasts aren't advertised on uh, you know TV they're not advertised on radio they're they're for free so like it just takes word of mouth so anyway if you feel inclined to do so and you want to help out the show or help out someone else who may need some better information so they stop the fad diets they stop the yo-yo diets they stop trying to get on weight loss shots and they can actually change their life share it out there so I am uh, sitting at my dining room table right now where I always record I can see out my window uh, Actually, I can kind of see out my window. It's pretty dark because it's only like four, four forty nine in the morning. But right out my dining room window is my in ground pool. Now, quick story about my in ground pool. When we moved into the house uh, four years ago, it was we moved in in February, so the pool was covered. They have a like a pretty um, I don't know what I think it's called an elephant cover, the one with the springs that covers the pool for the winter. I live in New York, so winter's so long, the cover stays on for most of the year. Um, it's an old shitty cover. It's I eventually have to buy a new one probably this year because it sucks. It's got little holes in it. It's got patches on it. It's very stretched out. Anyway, because of that, when I open my pool, it looks like a fucking lake. It's not like I can just throw some chlorine in there and run the vacuum once and open it up. It just looks fucking awful. It stresses me out every single summer for the last four years that we lived in this house Every time I open that pool, I feel like I am never going to get to swim in it because it is that fucking dirty. I'm not exaggerating whatsoever. The water is brown. This year, there was like algae in it, leaves, dirt. It's just crazy. (sighs) To put into perspective for you, I took the cover off almost two weeks ago. We've only been able to swim in it once, and I'm still getting stuff off the bottom. So it's that dirty. Anyway, when I open the pool... It feels like an insurmountable task to get that pool open. It is a pain in the ass. It takes like over and over and over repeated putting chemicals in, vacuuming, brushing, all that stuff. And if I want to swim in the pool at some point, get used out of it, I just it has to get cleaned. That's just how it is. I have to open it. So whether that process takes 48 hours or you know, 
you know, three and a half weeks. It just has to get done. Now, I'm not patient. I don't enjoy it. It's a pain in the ass. It actually is more frustrating than it is fulfilling. I don't enjoy the process, but I want the results, so I do it anyway. So if you haven't gotten the analogy yet, this is how you need to approach some of the things in life that need to get done if you want to get to a goal. And you already know this. When I say these things, I'm not talking down to anybody off of like a pedestal like, oh, look at me. I have patience. I can do hard things. And I have, I just stick to things because they need to get done. That's not true at all. There's plenty of stuff in my life that I procrastinate on. There's plenty of stuff in my life that I actually don't want to do and then I just don't do them. But then that thing doesn't get done. And there are times where I complain about the thing not getting done even though I know I need to do it. So I'm not perfect by any means. But when it comes to working out when it comes to nutrition it's just a non-negotiable because what i teach my clients is that this result that you're going for you if you're only if you're still only chasing like a scale weight you're totally missing the boat on this if you can improve your habits your eating habits your exercise habits your mindset habits you can literally change the course of your entire life i've seen it happen for people I've, and I'm sure you've seen it too. I'm sure you've met people who maybe you meet them in their 40s and they're in great shape and then they tell you how they used to be really overweight in their 30s and that and they started working out and you're like blown away. You're like, oh my God, really? I've met people like that. I've met people in the gym or at, you know, um, even clients of mine who maybe have come to me and they're just like looking at ink, like um, take their training to the next level or take their nutrition to the next level. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're already in shape. And then through conversation, they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't start working out until I was 40. I didn't start working out until I was in my 30s. I used to be overweight or something like that. I'm like, what? Really? You? It, I couldn't picture that. It can literally change the course of your entire life. I've seen people lose weight and get healthier. And then they go from being someone who's like, you know, was maybe lonely and depressed. And they meet someone, they get married, they have kids. Like, I've seen it like change the trajectory of people's lives. Now, you may be someone who's already into nutrition, who already into fitness, and you're listening to this, and you're like, yeah, I totally get that, Adam. But there's probably people in your life who don't fully understand it. And because maybe you don't have, maybe you're not a coach, maybe you don't have interest in coaching people, which I totally get, you can help push them along that journey by casually sharing information in a, you know, that, that you hear on here, that you know yourself. You can, you can do it by just sending the podcast to someone. You can, you can send them on that trajectory and help them change their life. So if you're someone who is struggling with weight loss and you're struggling to lose weight or, or figure out how to get consistent with this stuff, just understand just that by the fact that you're listening to this, by the fact that you're trying, by the fact that you're trying to learn more, you're already on that trajectory. And it's just about little improvements. And whether that t those improvements take six months or 12 months or 24 months, it does not matter, and I understand you're impatient. I understand you want the results now. I get it, but what if you just understood that that just it's just not an option? So I think that that's a huge um, mindset thing people have to wrap their head around is that getting the results fast is just not an option. It's just not possible. The same way when I'm opening my pool, it's not possible to get it ready in a day. It's not possible to get it ready in two days. Even if I was to work as hard as I possibly can all hours of the day, I would not get that pool ready in two days. It's just impossible. I mean, some of the chemicals you have to let you have to let circulate for twenty four hours before you put you can put new shit in. So it's literally impossible. So if I don't look at that as an option, it makes the process less frustrating. So with you guys, when you're approaching the stuff and you're getting frustrated, you have to understand. Don't think that it's going to happen in two months. 
Don't think that it's going to happen in 10 days. Just keep focusing on improving and getting a little bit better. And whether it takes six months, 12 months, 24 months, or three years, probably won't take three years, but I'm just saying, even if it was going to, if you knew for a fact that the result was coming, you would stay the course. If, if you knew, like you knew in your soul, in your core, you believed that you could get the results you wanted, but it would take three years, don't tell me you wouldn't stick to it. You would. But the issue is, the issue why you keep quitting is because you don't fully believe it's possible. So if you believe it's possible, but you believe it's going to happen, it won't matter how long it takes. You would stick with it. The same way you stuck with a college, you stuck with college when you knew you were going to get a degree, even when it was difficult, even when it was stressful, you stuck it out because you knew at the end of those four years you get a degree. And then what happens when you get that degree? You have a ton of student debt and you have no promise of a job, but you did it anyway. With weight loss, it's the same thing. It may take a year. It may take two years. Who knows? You can't put a, an exact time frame on it, but if you just keep at it, it will happen. You just have to believe that. So um, today, we're going to talk about some of Google's most asked weight loss questions. Um, so I basically just Googled what are Google's most frequently Googled. That's a lot of Google. What are Google's most frequently Googled weight loss questions? And then I'm just going to answer them here on the show. So I haven't really read through all of these, so I'm, I'm answering them on the fly, opening, openly and honestly. Uh, first question is, what is the best way to lose weight fast? Side note, when I was, when I was Googling this, I found a lot of articles that had the title, Google's top 10 weight loss questions, and then they answered them. So this is by no means an original idea. However, I did see a lot of like, I don't want to be mean, but like a lot of articles where they were answering the questions and the answers to the questions were just not good and they were misinformed and they were just misleading to people. And I was like, come on, bro. But um, anyway, just that's just a side note. So if you if you were to Google this, you may find some articles that have some bullshit answers in them. Um, what is the best way to lose weight fast? Um, to be honest with you, the best way to lose weight fast is to be consistent with a moderate calorie deficit and to exercise three to five times per week. Um, ideally strength training and getting, uh, all right, so this is gonna, this is gonna frustrate you, but I'll just hang with me. The best way to lose weight fast, being a moderate calorie deficit, exercise three to five times per week, make sure you're eating enough protein and getting, you know, eight to 10,000 steps a day. That might seem like a lot of stuff to do. It's only four things. Though. And you're like, well, Adam, you always say that that's the sustainable, slow way to do it. So why are you saying that's the best way to lose it fast? Because if you do that, you will lose the weight. Again, depending on the person. Um, some people may do that and lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks. Some people may do that and lose 20 pounds in a year. It, it does, I don't know, it does it really depends on the person. But when you do it this way, it is the fastest way to lose weight. Because when you do these like crash diets, let's say you do Octavia or you cut your calories really low or you do a juice cleanse, you will drop weight fast, but you will gain it back faster. So if you're looking to lose weight in the quickest way possible, doing the steady, sustainable pro, a steady, sustainable approach 
will actually be the fastest way in the long run because even if it takes you eight months, you're not going to keep it off. When you do the quick fix, you lose it, you gain it, you lose it, you gain it, and that goes on. No lie, I've met people who that has gone on for them for 40 years. And not a 40-year-old, and I'm exaggerating because they've been doing it since they were you know, a baby. That's not what I'm saying. I have met people who are in their 60s who have been trying to lose the same 20 pounds for 40 years. And they have done every single diet, some of them multiple times, and they always gain it back. So what is faster? 8 to 12 months of committing to a sustainable approach or yo-yo dieting for 10 to 20 years? Okay. <coughs> Question number two. How to lose 10 pounds in a week? So if you want to lose 10 pounds in a week, you have a couple of options. Uh, option number one, you can cut off an arm or a leg, or depending on how big your arms and legs are, you might have to do two. Um, but you can cut off your leg. You can literally eat nothing and not drink any water. Now, the, the issue with both of those, right, is that you cut off an arm and a leg. Uh, that's not going to grow back, and that will really impact your life in a negative way. Probably be painful, even if you did it under anesthesia with a doctor doing it, and leads to way worse uh, medical side effects than the fifteen pounds you're trying, the ten pounds you're trying to lose in a week. Um, you can starve yourself and literally eat nothing and not drink any water for seven days. You may end up in the hospital, and will likely gain more than ten pounds back. So. If someone's Googling, how do I lose 10 pounds in a week? It shows that their mindset is just not in the right place. You can't lose 10 pounds in a week. Uh, you can't lose 10 pounds of body fat in a week, which is what people are actually trying to lose. So it just can't happen unless you do something that's going to cause you to end up in the hospital or gain definitely gain back most all of the weight that you lost that week. So don't even try. Question number three, what is an unhealthy rate of weight loss? That's actually a really good question, right? So when you are trying to lose weight, most people are looking for the fastest way to lose weight. This person who are, or these multiple people who Google this are, are asking what's an unhealthy rate of weight loss. So I would say I it really depends on the person. Uh, if someone is 400 pounds and they're trying to lose weight and they're losing you know, three or four pounds in a week, um, it's it's probably okay, and it's probably not going to happen like that for the their entire weight loss journey. But it's it could be normal when they first start dieting and exercising that they're dropping weight very quickly. Now a lot of that's probably going to be like water and stuff like that. It's not necessarily body fat. Um, so for someone who's you know four hundred pounds and they're losing three or four pounds in a week, they that may be normal. But again, it will slow down. Um, if you're trying to lose like let's say 30 to 50 pounds, I would say uh, you should be aiming for 0.5 to two pounds per week. I think anything above that um, is not as healthy because you're running the risk of losing muscle. Now, again, if one if when you first start changing your habits, if the scale goes down three pounds that week, it's not like you have to be scared and think that something unhealthy is happening. A lot of times that first week, um, if it's a drastic change to your lifestyle, so let's say you're, you've been eating whatever you wanted, you've been mindlessly eating, you've been drinking a lot of alcohol, you've just been eating out a lot, whatever, not exercising, and then you start hitting your protein and your calories and you work out four times in a week, 
the scale might drop a bunch that week, but it's probably a lot of water weight and, and stuff like that, a lot of fluid. So um, let's talk about rate of weight loss in the sense of like what your average should be over time. I think anywhere between half a pound to two pounds per week is probably okay, and you're probably going to be okay. I would stay towards the middle of that, so around like a pound a week is probably awesome. Um, if you're doing, if you're consistently losing two and a half, three, four pounds a week, um, then uh, it's probably not healthy. Now, just so you know, uh, the reason why it's not healthy, because there might be someone listening who's like, all right, it's unhealthy, but I'm willing to roll that dice. Um, when you're losing weight at that fast of a rate, it's highly likely that the majority of the weight you're losing is coming from lean muscle. So when you are trying to lose weight, right, and you're in a calorie deficit, and let's say you're doing it in a very, you know, crash diety, extreme way, trying to lose weight as fast as possible, what your body's going to do is try to survive. And in order to do that, it needs to conserve energy. So this is what people forget calories are necessary for your body to survive calories are not a bad thing calories are a good thing you want calories so when you're cutting them extremely low or doing something like a crash diet your body's like oh man we need to survive let's get rid of lean muscle because lean muscle is more costly lean muscle requires more calories to stay on your body than body fat so your body will get rid of lean muscle. Your body will also try to move less. You'll have less energy. It's trying to slow you down. So when you're losing weight very, very fast, you're losing lean muscle, which means your metabolism is suffering. You're going to burn less calories over time. You're going to have less energy. Uh, it can affect bodily functions. It can affect how well your heart works. It can affect how well your digestion works. It can affect your hormones in a poor way. So that's why you don't want to lose weight super, super fast. Now, if you still hear, hear all that and you're like, uh, I don't care. I just need to lose 10 pounds as quick as possible. Come on, bro. Get it together. All right. Uh, number four. Does apple cider vinegar help burn belly fat? Interesting one. Uh, answer is no. So if you're hoping for a yes on that and that you could just take some shots of apple cider vinegar, uh, the answer is no. It does not burn belly fat. Simple answer there. Uh, next one. How can I lose weight in a month at home? Okay, so there's no specific weight number here. So let's assume this person is trying to lose weight in a pretty healthy, sustainable way, but they're trying to do it from home, meaning they don't want to go to a gym. So the key here is going to be first your nutrition. So you want to make sure that your nutrition is, is pretty on point. And what does on point mean? It means you're staying in a calorie deficit, you're eating enough protein, and you're being consistent with that, um, you know, seven days a week. Now, under that calorie umbrella, you can be very flexible with your foods. You can enjoy, still enjoy foods you like. You just want to stay under that calorie umbrella seven days a week and make sure you're eating enough protein most of the time. And let's say this person um, is at home and they don't have any workout equipment, um, but they don't, they still don't want to go to a gym. Uh, long term, my advice would be buy some workout equipment from to use at home. You could buy adjustable dumbbells and an adjustable bench and a band, and you could pretty much you know um, use those three things for the next few years and, and get really good results with the right programming. But let's say you don't have any any um, any workout equipment, you can do body weight exercises like lunges, like squats. Um, 
push-ups are pretty hard for the average person to do but if you have a couch at home you can put your arms on the you can put your hands on the arm of a couch or on the back of a couch do push-ups off of there and build up strength and you want to make sure that you're getting in uh, a lot of walking or, or some form of movement throughout the day so if you were someone who has no workout equipment you don't want to buy workout equipment you don't want to lift weights and you, you're just being very stubborn you're like i need to lose weight from home that's my only option you got to make sure you're getting like over 10,000 steps a day going for walks and your nutrition should be you know really you know really consistent next question how much weight can you lose in a month in a gym <laughs> that's weird the stuff people google um so how can you lose weight in a month in a gym? Same, uh, you know, oh, how much weight can you lose in a month in a gym? Uh, really depends. Uh, working out in a gym with equipment and access to weights um, is probably more beneficial than just, just doing walks by, by themselves. Not saying walks are bad, but, you know, obviously we, we want to strength train. If you're doing it correctly and we're sticking to that healthy weight range, you could lose, you know, four or five pounds in a month, um, which is pretty awesome weight loss. Now, am I saying it's definitely going to happen? No, it depends on the person. But if you're sticking to that, you know, half a pound to a pound a week in that range, you can easily lose, you know, four or five pounds in a month. Now, is it definitely going to happen for every single person? No. You know, you could be very, very consistent and still not lose that amount of weight in a month depending on your body type. But, you know, it's uh, it's definitely possible to lose that amount of weight in a month. Uh, best weight loss motivational quotes. Huh. To put myself on the spot here. Uh, so a motivational quote I would give you uh, when it comes to weight loss is that motivation doesn't matter and you have to do it anyway. Uh, not super motivational, right? But motivation is a very very like finite it's like a firecracker right it goes off it's cool it's fun but then it just dis dissipates it's gone and unless you have access to unlimited fireworks uh you know you're never going to get that motivation back motivation just comes it comes it goes it's there sometimes it's gone most of the time you will spend most of your time not motivated to do this stuff Again, most of your time. You just remember the motivated portions of time because they stand out more. But most people are not motivated most of the time, most of the year. So motivation doesn't matter. You're going to have to do it anyway, so just do it. Uh, how to beat a weight loss plateau? Good question. So first you have to figure out, are you actually in a plateau or are you being impatient? So a plateau does not mean you didn't lose weight this week. A plateau doesn't even mean you didn't lose weight this month. Um, are you noticing progress in other areas? So a plateau would be that you literally are seeing no changes in any progress markers for at least like three to four weeks. So that means not just the scale. I'm talking about no differences in body, no differences in energy, no differences in strength, no differences in performance, no differences in level of uh, motivation or, or not motivation, level of consistency. Like nothing's happening across the board. Now, if that's the case, the first thing you have to do 
is look at your consistency. So when people are in a plateau, most of the time it's just an issue of impatience or inconsistency. That's really the, usually the top two things that are going on. You're either just being impatient and you're expecting quicker results than are real, or you are being inconsistent and you're not you're not fully aware of it. So it's not like you're lying, you know, intentionally. You just may not be fully aware of your inconsistencies. Maybe you're tracking your food, but you're you know, you're not tracking on the weekends. Uh, maybe you're going over your calories by a little bit here and there, but you're not really like paying attention to it, and it's way more over than you thought. Maybe you're not when you're going to the gym. You know you've been tired, and you're just not really pushing it as hard. And I say all that because I've done it myself. We all do it. I, I do that shit all the time. Like this week, for example, my workouts have not been that great. They have not been that motivated. I haven't been hitting any like PRs or anything like that. Um, I'm just not feeling it this week. And, and that's okay. I'm not expecting that at the end of the week I'm going to have completely changed my body. So it's really more about managing expectations. But if you're in an actual weight loss plateau, meaning that you haven't seen any improvements in any area of fitness, strength, energy, uh, body composition, measurements, body weight, like literally nothing is happening for, for multiple weeks on end, then it's usually impatience or inconsistency. So take a look at how consistent you're actually being and see where you can make improvements. Um, if you are being 100% consistent and, and you're like, you're a very rare person who's 100% consistent, and you're doing everything right, your workouts are intense, your diet's on point, and you're still not seeing progress in like, you know, a month, again, it could just be impatience. You just got to wait it out a little longer and push through that plateau by being just sticking with the consistency. Or it could mean, hey, maybe we got to change something up. And when I say change something up, it doesn't necessarily have to be anything drastic. If your goal is fat loss, and you're being 100% consistent across the board, and your workouts are consistent and awesome and you're not seeing any results for for an entire month maybe it means hey maybe we gotta switch up the calories maybe we got to add in some additional walking that could be something as simple as that it doesn't require a complete overhaul of your plan but focus on the inconsistency or the impatience first and because i promise you that 99 percent of the time it's one of those two things best protein shakes for weight loss um there's no best protein shake for weight loss. Uh, protein shakes are totally fine. Uh, it's not like they're bad for you, but there's nothing in protein shakes that cause weight loss. It's just a way to help you get more protein in. So the marketing behind protein shakes is very, very like misleading. It makes you think that there's, there's some magic powder or magic potion in this stuff that helps you lose weight. But really, it's just a way to help you get more protein. And getting enough protein in your day is very important for weight loss. So if you have trouble hitting your protein goals and having a protein shake a day helps you get there, then what I would do is pick a protein that you like that has around 25 to 30 grams of protein per serving and have one of those a day. And if that one shake a day gets you from 100 grams of protein to 130 grams of protein, I think that that's going to be a great way to help you with your weight loss journey because that additional 30 grams of protein, it's increasing your protein every day by 33%. If you go from 100 grams to 130 grams, uh, that's going to make you feel more full. It's going to make sure that your muscles are recovering from your workouts. But again, it's not because you drank a protein shake. It's because you're getting enough protein in your day. If you got that extra 30 grams of protein from chicken, shrimp, 
turkey or beef or eggs or Greek yogurt, you get the same result. What is the best thing to drink to lose belly fat? Um, man, see, this is this is why people need to listen to podcasts like this because they think that there's stuff that they can drink to lose belly fat. If you're having trouble losing belly fat, there's nothing that you can drink to just melt fat away. Um, I would say if, if I was to be slightly sarcastic with this, you could drink more water. Um, drinking more water and making sure that you're hydrated is going to help you work out harder. It's going to help your um, help you feel better, give you more energy throughout the day, which in turn, over the long haul, can help you with your goal of burning belly fat. But water itself doesn't cause you to reduce belly fat. So there is nothing you can drink to just reduce belly fat. If you're looking to reduce belly fat, it, and I see this a lot, uh, you know, with both males and females, are like, I just, you know, I can't seem to lose. Uh, fat in this area unfortunately for most people including myself the the stomach area is like the last thing to change as you lose weight your arms will start to get more like smaller your legs your your face your chest like everything will start to like uh, you know um progress and then there's just the the stomach area is just the toughest one to get rid of and i don't necessarily know the science behind it but if you're if that's your area that you are having a lot of trouble with my suggestion is you have to have to have to commit to eating enough protein being really consistent and strength training trying to build muscle because if you're just keep trying to lose scale weight you're gonna lose more and more muscle and the belly fat's never gonna go away if you want to lose belly fat you gotta build lean muscle how can i get slim without exercise how can I lose weight without exercise? Um, if you are just in a calorie deficit and making sure you're moving around throughout the day, you will lose weight. Will you get lean and toned? Will you have an amazing physique? No, but you can lose weight by just working on your nutrition and not exercising. I've said this a million times, but the benefits of exercising are not weight loss. The benefits of exercising are your metabolic health, your heart health, your mental health. If you are looking to hack the system and lose weight without exercise, it means you just don't fully understand the benefits uh, that you're getting from the process. So my, my advice to you would be if that's a question that you're asking yourself, how can I lose weight but I don't like to work out, um, you have to learn how to work out and appreciate the process of working out because it's got more benefits than just losing weight. But you can lose weight by just being in a calorie deficit. However, if you're not working out, that calorie deficit is going to be much lower because you're not burning enough calories throughout the day. So that means you have to eat less and less and less to maintain that calorie deficit if you don't want to exercise. Is working out 30 minutes a day enough to lose weight? Yes, it is uh, It is more than enough. Um, 30 minutes a day. If you're working out 30 minutes every day, uh, yeah, that's more than enough. Uh, I would evenly split that up probably between, you know, uh, strength training and cardio if you were doing it every day like you probably wouldn't want to strength train seven days a week and you probably wouldn't want to do cardio seven days a week so if you were working out 30 minutes a day i would probably maybe do like an alternating approach so you would do 30 minutes of strength training on monday 30 minutes of you know some you know, light cardio on tuesday and then just alternate between that strength training light cardio strength training light cardio now let's say 30 minutes a day four days a week uh yeah that's totally fine too that would get you two hours a week of exercise, and that would just make sure you're hitting your your steps, uh, your step count above that. But yeah, 30 minutes a day is plenty. 
Obviously, it's just also about the dose. Working out 30 minutes once a week, probably not ideal, but it's still better than nothing. How long does it take to see results from diet and exercise? Um, it depends. You know, it depends on the person. I would say you also have to um, really define what your idea of an, a result is. If your idea of a, of a result is strictly uh, that, you know, the scale will go down or strictly that your body fat will go down, then, you know, it may take a, a few weeks for that stuff to happen. Now, if you look at results from a more broad perspective, like if you hit your protein, that's a result. So that means that result could take one day. You know, if you make that a result, meaning I, I hit my protein goal, I hit a progress marker, then that's that's a result. If doing a workout is a result, then you can hit that result immediately by doing a workout today. So as far as physical changes, uh, it really depends on the person. Uh, but for real, like if you are just like, when am I going to see results? You're already approaching it with the wrong mindset. You have to go into it understanding the benefit with no promise or timeline. Just I know that I need to be doing this stuff and I'm going to do it and I know the results are coming and it doesn't matter when they come because what happens if they don't happen as quickly as you want? What does that mean? You're going to fucking quit? Well, that's really not smart. So just do it anyway. Last one um, on this list, which exercise burns the most belly fat? Um, there is no uh, specific exercise that burns belly fat. Uh, again, burning belly fat is going to come from making sure you're building muscle and making sure that you're in a calorie deficit. So the best exercise for burning belly fat would be uh, making sure that you're working out strength training at least three to five days a week and making sure you're in a calorie deficit. That combination of things along with eating enough protein will burn belly fat over time, but there's not a specific exercise that burns belly fat. So now that we've weeded through a lot of the bullshit, we understand you got to strength train a few times a week. You got to eat enough protein. You got to be in a calorie deficit. Um, getting extra steps in the day is very helpful too. If you're not on board with that or that's too boring for you, I have bad news. It's the only way. So just like I talked about at the beginning with opening my godforsaken pool, you just got to do it anyway if you want the result. All right? I hope this was helpful. And again, guys, if you just share it out there, it would mean a ton to me. Um, if you are feeling extra awesome and you want to leave a review, that's even better. But at minimum, just share it to someone. Thanks. Talk to you later.